Disgusting Habits Old People Have, Minimalism, and Books I'm Supposed to Read. Let's talk about this and so much more on this episode of Contrary Gardens. Hey, gang. Hey, gang. Hey, gang. It's your host, Mary Tishbein. Here I am back with you for another episode of Contrary Gardens, my favorite new podcast. <laughs> your favorite new podcast, too, right? Yeah. Lie to me. <laughs> you can lie to me. I don't care. I want to welcome you all to this fourth episode. It's Sunday morning. If you're listening to this when it first comes out, Sunday morning, January 23rd. This year is going fast already. That's okay. All time goes faster and faster the older you get. It's just a thing that happens. It's scientific. I don't know if it's proven, but shit time sure flies as you get older. It really does. I, I don't understand that part of it, but I know it's happening. Except when I'm in a meeting. And uh, I think I've brought this up before. When I was young, I had something uh, about myself. I was very shy. I was a gal with rosacea. I blushed easy. The rosacea is just a science word I like to throw around. I blushed easy. I was really self-conscious. And I thought I was shy. I was just vain. Who knew? <laughs> so I went into comedy and got rid of that fear. And I also got old, which got rid of that fear. But I had a meeting disorder. I didn't like to go to them because they made me nervous. I thought somebody might talk to me or ask me a question. And while this isn't one of the topics of today's podcast, I did want to bring it up. I don't like meetings. We could get it done in an email, couldn't we? Or maybe just a quick chat or a text, usually. The trick with meetings is we have them and we talk about a bunch of stuff and then no one reads the minutes and no one does the things they said they would do. And then we have another meeting and say, well, maybe someone else should do it. It just it doesn't work. Just everybody sit down and do your work. If we got work to do, let's do it. And I got work to do. I got to talk about some topics. First one right off the bat. Disgusting things old people do. Well, it might not just be old people. It's uneducated people. And it's not college I'm talking about. It's a thing that we do that we don't know that grosses other people out and no one's come over to you and said, hey, don't do not do that. That's, that's kind of nasty. Well, I've had that experience in my life and it's changed my behavior. So I'm here to share that knowledge with you guys so you can grow. When you need to turn a page, this is a big one. When you need to turn a page, how do you do it? If your skin is dry like mine, you don't moisturize enough, right? Who does? Who thinks of that? We got shit to do. You don't drink enough water, even though everybody <laughs> thinks you do because you talk about it all day. But but you don't. So so you're an older person. You're a grown person. You work in an office, maybe. You go to turn a page. You lick your finger and you turn the page. So this is something a lot of us have been doing our whole lives and no one stopped us. Well, lucky for you guys... My friends tell me stuff that turns out to make my life better. They they give me guidance. They correct me. They say, no, you should stop collecting precious moments. Yeah, that hairstyle is really old. And please stop licking your fingers. It's disgusting. When you turn a page, you shouldn't lick your fingers. I didn't know that. I thought it was something we all did and we were all cool with it. Society says no now. If you're under 40, you know this already because you guys all decided and didn't tell anybody. Old people, don't lick your fingers when you turn a page. It's disgusting. 
Well, then you say, hey, Mia, how am I going to turn a page? Because it ain't turning. And I got six pages coming with it when I'm reading a book. What do I do? Don't lick your finger. Even if you're alone, get out of the habit. It's disgusting. Don't do it. And don't pick your scabs, but that's for another day. Don't lick your finger. Um, Try to um, rub your fingers together real quick to warm them up. Maybe that'll do it. Then you can turn a page. That's what she said. I don't know. It all sounded dirty to me, the whole thing. Uh, Yeah, just maybe get a rubber tip for your finger that you can wear. Again, right? I went right there. That sounds dirty. Or get some ticky tack. Yes, you can have a cup of tea and a little circle disc of ticky tack next to you when you're reading a book. It's perfectly normal. I don't know. Just don't lick your finger. It's disgusting. They wanted me to tell you. Public service announcement. Old people, stop licking your finger. You're grossing everybody out. Minimalism. Did you guys know I get requests? Yeah. My people, they say, hey, Mia, talk about minimalism. Well, this one comes to you by way of Mary L. from work. Hey, Mia, how you doing? Good to see you. I hope you pick the the paint color that makes your life better. I hope you find the one that enriches your life. It's one of the things Mary's doing right now. She's picking a paint color. I don't know for what room that pot's on the down low. But she said, hey, Mia, talk about minimalism. I said, what? I'd love to. So here I am to talk to you guys about minimalism. I didn't read the book by the lady. You know, where you lift something and if it brings you joy, you keep it. I I didn't read the book. I don't need to read the book. I've gone through enough times in my life where I had to clean out places that I learned a trick. Here's what we do. I want you to sit down in a comfortable chair for me. We're going to do a visualization exercise. Sit down in a comfortable chair. I want you to picture an event, okay? Here it is. Sit down. You comfortable? Good. Okay. Here we go. Don't lick your finger. Okay, here we go. You died and your family is at your house going through your stuff, deciding what to keep and what to throw away and what to donate. We're terribly sorry for the loss. I'm I'm brokenhearted that you're gone. I miss you. But why did you keep so much shit? What are you doing? What are you doing? Don't keep all that shit. I want you to go around your house and your apartment and your office and your garage and your car right now and have in the back of your head, if I died, would my family and my friends keep any of this stuff? Would they keep this item? Would they keep this sweatshirt? Would they keep this funny mug? Would they keep this postcard? Would they keep this Would they keep these two digital weather radios that I'm looking at right now in my closet? Why in the fuck do I have two digital weather radios when I have a cell phone and three televisions? Why do I I have three televisions? Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Doctor, heal thyself. Or is it physician, feel heal thy... See, I made it dirty. I said physician, feel thyself. That's not what I wanted to say. This doctor needs to look at herself in an examination, Mira. I don't know. Anyway, the point is, if you got stuff in your house right now and you died and you don't think your family would keep it, why are you keeping it? They don't need it. They don't need those 14 tote bags. They don't need all those files filled with your bills from seven years ago. Nobody cares what you paid on your Spectrum bill. It's ridiculous. No one's looking for that. They don't need your 18 empty journals that you never filled up. And they definitely don't want the one you did fill up because that's just going to make everybody feel bad. So throw those journals away because I'm going to share with you. I found a journal 
it wasn't a good week for me. Let me just share that. <laughs> I found someone else's journal and I read it and oh my God. So there's a reason why that shit's private. Okay. So there's your big hint for the day. <clears throat> I clear my throat for you. My my big hint to you is if you die and you're holding on to something in your house right now, you need to think, is this something your family's going to keep after you're gone? Because they're not. They're going to throw it all away. They're not even going to donate it. They're going to put it in the dumpster. They're going to throw it in a bag and it's going to be gone. And they're going to feel bad because they had to look at it again. What are you doing? Don't even do it. They might not even open the boxes. They might just throw them out. All those memory boxes and shit you got in your closet and under your bed. And maybe in a storage unit. What are you doing? Okay, so maybe it's like a beautiful lamp. Maybe it's a chair. Maybe it's a painting. Here's what you do with that item. How can I throw it away? My mother made it. How can I do that? My aunt gave it to me. Take a picture of it on your phone and then donate it or throw it away. I'm here for you. I'm helping you. Your life will be enriched. Get rid of it. And you know what? Next year when you say, oh my God, I wish I kept it, call me and tell me I was wrong. That's not happening. That call's never going to be made because you're never going to need it. Let it go. Another topic I wanted to talk about today in the podcast is books I should be reading. Now, I don't like the word should. I learned a long time ago you shouldn't should people. I just did. I, I am one of those people that other people tell to read, and they tell me what to read. And they say, hey, I got a book for you. And I say, fantastic. And I take it, or I buy it, and I get excited, and I bring it home, and I put it on the shelf. And it might start at my bed table. It might start right there like, this is going to happen. This is a book I'm going to read. And it might. And, and it has happened in the past. There was a year I read like 20 books. I don't know what was going on that year. But I can tell you one thing. It was pre-pandemic. Because <laughs> now I'm like, books, what? I read articles on the phone. Books are awesome. <clears throat> they continue to be awesome. We love books. Read books. There are books people give me to read, and they're very good suggestions, and I should read them, but I don't. <laughs> I have good intentions. I do. That was a possible other name of this podcast, Good Intentions. So if there are certain books that you know you really want to read and you should read, I'm here to motivate you to read that book. And I'm going to ask you guys to motivate me to read some of the books people have told me to read and given to me. Did you know I have two copies of Michelle Obama's book, Becoming? I know. They're just becoming dusty. I feel guilty. I've got to read them. I could take one to the library. That's This, this day is turning into a day of lessons for me. I'm going to donate these two radios and I'm going to take one of my duplicate books to the library and donate it. And maybe I'll read the other one. So many books. I want to read them. I used to be a reader. I used to tell people I was a reader. I'm not. I'm a watcher. I watch TV. I watch the same thing over and over. I recommend Veep today. The last thing I'm going to talk about today on this new expanded version of the podcast, because now we're doing 15 minutes, it was expected. It was anticipated. It was asked for. People wanted it. It's happening. The podcast is now 15 minutes long. Last topic, kind of serious, just going to touch on it real super quick. But I think I might bring it up every episode because I think it's super important. I'm noticing something more and more. And it's something that's always been there. And it's it's been happening on the regular my entire life. And it's continuing to happen. 
and I've always wanted to do something about it to help the situation, but I haven't always known what to do. But I do know one thing I can do, and it's talk about it. Because when something bad happens in the world that keeps happening over and over again, we have to not only look at it and acknowledge it, we have to keep it and hold it and remember it and try to prevent it from happening in the future. That thing is suicide. It breaks my fucking heart. Celebrities, kids kill themselves. Um, ordinary, regular people kill themselves. There are people who take the action and they do it quickly and it's done. And there are those of people, us, um, I'm going to, I don't want to say those of us that are doing something else, but maybe we're not all the healthiest version of ourselves we could be. It's kind of a slow suicide. What are we doing? There's always the topic of self-medication, but that's another day. What I'm talking about right now is the act of actually killing yourself. This needs to be talked about more. We need to acknowledge it. And I want to let you guys know, I don't want any of you to even consider it. And I don't want any of your loved ones to consider it. And I need people to stop realizing it's not an option. It needs to stop. There's going to be a thing that happens in July, which is awesome. It's going to be amazing. There's going to be a tool that's going to be easy to get to. There is currently a suicide prevention lifeline. And that phone number for everybody to call anytime is 1-800-273-TALK. Now, that's not a W. I know my accent. It's 800-273-8255. You know what's going to happen in July? They're going to make it so much easier. It's going to be, it's just going to be 988. Starting in July, if you're feeling like this is it, I'm done, I need to check out, you can call 988 and talk to somebody and they can help you. And if you don't want to do that, find somebody else who you can talk to. If you can't find anybody to talk to, my number is 941-228-2137. We've already discussed the fact that I'm shitty at picking up the phone, but if you leave a message, may I call me? I will call you. We'll figure it out. We'll find a solution. Don't do it. Suicide's not an option. It never has been. Everybody needs to stop. I'm speaking from personal experience. Everybody needs to not make this an option. It's not an option. We'll get by. We'll figure it out. It'll be fine. We'll all be good enough. We're not going to be perfect. We're never going to be the version of ourselves we thought we might be. But we'll be good enough. And I love each and every one of you. So don't do it. Maybe this part of the show wasn't funny. That's okay. I think it was important. It just breaks my heart when I hear about it. It breaks my heart. Let's not let it happen anymore. And you know what? Go out there today. Get some fresh air. Find some sun. Go to a movie. Go to a food store. Buy a weird thing you never had before. Do something different today, please. Get out there. Shake it off. Because, Jesus, this life ain't easy. But we got to keep doing it. We don't have any other choice. We're sticking around. And I love you guys, and I want you to be here with me because we got a lot of work to do. So, again, just to sum up, don't lick your fucking finger if you turn into page. Throw away that shit nobody wants in your life in the future when you're dead. No one's keeping it. <laughs> it's kind of a downer. Read a book. Tell me what to read. Tell me what you're reading. And don't kill yourself. It's not an option. It's not on the table. We'll figure it out. I love you guys. Take it easy and I'll see you next week. Mare out.